Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show, I've got uh, two guys. Um, one of them, uh, to the very left of me, is a hip-hop artist with his debut album, About Damn Time. Um, he is streaming everywhere. Um, he's actually, he just announced today that he's going to be making the move to California in about a month. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're really fortunate to have him on the show. we got Peas. How's it going, man? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good, man. Thanks for having me. Of course. And then across from me, we got producer, uh, resident producer here uh, at Hot Five Studio, as well as assistant engineer. Um, he's got a lot of different names uh, <laughs> that you can refer to him. Uh, <laughs> among them are Trog, uh, Cat, the Catalyst. For the sake of the, but for the sake of the show, we're going to call him by his real name, Troy Ashford. Thank you for being on the show, Troy. Thank you for having me, man. Dude, how are how are you today? I'm doing pretty good today. Good, man. Uh, this has been a long time coming to like, finally have you guys on the show here. Yeah, man. But, um, yeah, it's a pouring rain outside, but that did not deter <laughs> us. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, so uh, we'll start by uh, talking about... Yeah, Peace, so uh, what's mo what is enticing you to move out to California? Um, uh, I just made some big connections out there, man. Um, I got a little family out there, and you know I feel like it's the right move to make. Like, I can do more out there. I feel a lot more exposure, um, bigger connections, like I said as well. But you know, plus it's, it's I feel like it's time for a little something different too. Yeah. So, but you know, the opportunity was um, kind of presented to me, and I thought about it for a couple of days, and I'm like. Yeah, I feel like I got to. Awesome, dude. So, yeah. That is definitely so, interesting. going to be your first time out there. Yeah, my first time out there is me moving out there, man. That's crazy. Yeah, that is wild. Yeah. A lot of people got to do like the, sort of like the, um, like the pre-trip, yeah, you know, to test to go, the waters. Go through and see how it goes. No, man, I'm going to put all my chips in, man. Mm. Just, yeah. Well, it's California. I mean, you're bound to, um, you know, find a niche with your creativity and mm -hmm. you're bound to meet a lot of really awesome people. Mm -hmm. So that is going to yeah, be really man. exciting, man. Um, intimidating at all? Nah, nah, man. I'm, I'm very excited. Like, I don't know. I ain't pretty much like, can't nothing like really scare me. So yeah. I mean, the thought of like leaving like home, I didn't did it before for not for good, but I'm ready for it though. Good. Honestly, man. Oh yeah, yeah man. Well, that's mm -hmm. exciting, dude. Uh, yeah, Troy, uh, Troy, I want to point out that um, he's one of the hardest working producers I have ever seen. Dude is always willing to take a session, you know, when anyone else can't. He's always here before everyone else gets here, and he leaves after everyone else leaves. So, um, man. Just doing my best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Troy, um, tell me about, um, I guess, like, uh, what... So, Troy, you are... Um, as I mentioned before, your uh, resident producer here. How did you like first come in contact with High Five Studio? Um, I was booking sessions here, just like with my artists, like everyone else. We were working on a bunch of different music at the time, and I just sort of just vibed out with Ryan and Dev, and they just invited me back a few times, and we just started working together. And mm -hmm. I don't know, the rest is history. Yeah, mm -hmm. clearly. Pretty much. When you um, because like. So, and you're doing this pretty much full-time now, right? Yeah. yeah. I lost my job, like, I want to say, like, September 
of last year. So I was mm -hmm. kind of just like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And then, um, I don't know, I just kept working, working at producing, booking sessions here with my artists and the opportunity presented itself for me to become a part of the team and I just took that and ran with it and ever since. It's just been working out great for me as well as yeah. God too. I just gotta, yeah. gotta give thanks to him because without him, I would definitely wouldn't be in this position, wouldn't be making music and wouldn't be able to do this full time like I do, yeah. so. Most definitely. Wouldn't that like, that the guidance definitely was there. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, man, I mean, so, and you're pretty much like you, you wake up every day and you consciously think about creating and music and you pretty much like come straight here. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I have a little home studio set up too, so I might wake up and like do a little bit of work there. And yeah. I'll come here and like the opportunities and like what you can do here is endless. You can play drums, you can play bass, you can play guitar, you can make a beat. So I just kind of let my creativity flow once I get here. It's just mm -hmm. like, don't limit yourself to just sitting in front of a screen. Also get that experience right. listening to different music and stuff throughout the day. It's just like, it has to be an all around thing. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah. It's not just always like creating, creating. Sometimes it's just being exposed to and just experience those vibes you get those vibes yeah, you, you kind of have to you have to wear a lot of different hats so, like tastefully especially mm -hmm. like you have to be open-minded with like how things are going to sound and just how yeah. i guess like you know the your original concept of like a song or an idea might be it might end up being completely different than the finished product but i guess you yeah you kind of just have to go with like what you're you know what whatever direction it's taking you in, and, and yeah. just kind of go with follow that that uh, your heart with that. Mm. That's most definitely true. It's like uh, it's a collaborative effort. Every time you make a song, it's never just going to be like this is what it is because this is what I thought it should be. You know, because um, you know I can't record myself and do all this other thing. So every time I make a song, I know it has to be a collaborative effort. And, when artists come to me with their music, um, I'm always, you, you have to be open as an engineer and as a producer. Mm -hmm. um, because you don't want anyone to feel like they're being creatively held back and things like that. So yeah. that's like one of the main things that I try to do. Like you said, just being open to what people mm -hmm. are trying to do and just actually listening to what they're trying to achieve. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You just got to take your time with people and get to know them. Because the more you know someone personally, the more you're going to understand, like, you know, what their edge is and also what they desire mm -hmm. out of out of a song or a project or that full, like, realization of an idea. Um, and it helps to kind of, like, it helps a lot to casually just sort of kick it and hang out with somebody a little bit. Like, it does. That's a good, it's the studio vibe, as mm -hmm. they say. I mean, whether it's, you know... Like uh, rolling up blunts or eating eating chicken yeah, or, or taking some shots, listening to other music, food here and everything, man. Yeah. Sitting in there for hours just talking. You really get to know somebody, yeah. yeah. Like, like what they're trying to create and stuff. But you know, you learn about like their livelihood and you know what's in, yeah what what's inspiring them. Like you know what their goals are and shit. Yeah. And I think with that, man, like, that helps, like, the music itself. Like, man, having that connections with engineers and producers, like, as an artist, like myself, and things like that, like, they know what I'm looking for. I know what I can bring out of them to help me get 
what I want as well. So man, like I said, like once you sit around and learn about some women, those vibes, there the work just is like just keep going, just keep yeah. coming. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, man. So, um, so I'm Mr. Nice Guy. We talk about you know various uh, themes and and ideas relating to love and fear about oh. how basically just inspiration, motivation, passion, that kind of stuff. So, Pease, okay. I wanted to start with you and talk about, I guess, like, what what got you, like, originally starting to find music as an outlet for yourself? Like, where did where did you first start experiencing that? Uh, man, it was, it was crazy. Like, um, so, it was crazy. I actually set my first, like, freestyle when I was three years old. Wow. I was only three, man. My uncle had some little setup in his room. And he left out and left the mic on record and me playing around, going there and just saying all types of stuff. I was praying. Then I told somebody I'd chop their head off. I ain't know <laughs> what was going on. But yeah, man, yeah. but like around like the age of probably like 13, I started back writing a little bit more. And from like the age of 15, I was like very like inconsistent. Like I was on heavy, didn't stop. For like the past like two years, man, it's just been non-stop of me, you know, getting things together completely, man, like, show at the show right now, um, we got the Camp MKE tour, um, with Camp Shuttleworth and the, the team, and a couple other, other guys, man, that's my boys, um, album, yes. of course, yeah. and things like that, man, so, so yeah, man, like, for the past two years, i just been going hard at it, man, and, Basically, all started with Unc leaving his mic on. Yeah. You know? So yeah, and was, was crazy when uh when I told him like I was back serious. I was about like fourteen. He still had that little tape <laughs> nice. of me of me freestyling oh, and stuff. Sure. So that was dope. But yeah. think about I want to know what was you know who uh who pissed you off that day when you wanted to chop yeah, someone's I head off no at idea. three. <laughs> <laughs> Could have led you down a pretty uh. A rough path. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I feel that. I, I um, I don't know. I, I think no. It's it's super dope that you know you were you had that exposure just literally from you know the very earliest uh, stages stages of your memories yeah. and shit like that. Like wow. Yeah, man. Um. So, uh, Troy, how about you? Like, where did you start finding an outlet in music? Um, for me, it's kind of been a lifelong journey as well. Like my parents were um, dancers growing up, so they would always have these like dance classes and be going around the city just teaching people how to step and things yeah. like that. So were you dancing? I was, no, I was just gonna say I was never into dancing itself, but I was always next to the DJ booth, so sure. that's how I initially got like very very interested in how I watched the DJ, see how he would like mix the songs, cue the songs up, and then. Um, from there, it was just like going to church and watching musicians, mm -hmm. watching the musicians play and just create those vibes. So yeah. um, I asked my dad for a bass guitar when I was in like sixth or seventh grade, and I started playing that throughout mm -hmm. high school. Um, then I got like a little bit of recording history, just like playing bass for people, like my very first, like, like not even knowing like what the recording process was and just being completely like blown away by it. But um, after that, I kind of like just Stay playing bass, stay mm -hmm. consistent, just practicing at that. Um, and then I got into producing music after I graduated high school. Sure. So um, after I started producing music, 
doing that for a few months, maybe about a year or so. Um, I think that's like the first time we went to a recording studio here in Milwaukee. Sure. So, um, we, we like did our first track with Mag, and then after that, it was just like, we got to keep doing this. Yeah. And it just became something that's like grown, something that I just love to do every day. Yeah. Mm, that's pretty much it. How did, um, yeah, how did, I guess, like, uh, being in church and hearing that music kind of like a play an influence in you know how you your own creative process um it was just honestly listening to the way like i don't know for me i like i listen to all types of music and i feel like i can learn and grow from listening to anything like i can put on a record from the 60s the 70s the 80s 90s any genre or any era of time and i could find something that i could like hearing it that like brings me back to what music is today. It's mm -hmm. just like, it takes all of those things to make a great record. And mm -hmm. I think that's what really, like, mm, for me, church musicians, they're the best musicians on the planet. So mm -hmm. when I was going to church every Sunday, I was like, you literally get to see the best people play music every day. Yeah. If you're not like inspired by that or want to do something with that. Music's not your thing. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of sort of how I really, really like wanted to become who I am and just like listening to songs, hearing what's in them and the details in them and the panning and mm -hmm. how loud they are, the different parts, how they come in and how they fade out or yeah. even just like soft scents or soft keys and backgrounds that people won't even notice. Mm -hmm. It's just like all of those things. Oh yeah. When you really start analyzing music from the, the, the technicality, the and you break it down through each component of it, whether it's like the tempo or, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the uh, rhythm and the the timbre and the crescendos. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I, I think that reading music or just at least not even just reading it, just kind of like understanding how, like it, the it, language it, of it, yeah. mm -hmm. how it works. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. it's it. I mean, it's honestly like, uh, it's a powerful tool, um, and it also is, they say that learning music, like, just makes you really generally much better at, like, solving problems and thinking critically, mm -hmm. um, and I, I remember, I, like, I was a band kid in middle school, um, I was a clarinet and a saxophone player, mm -hmm. um, didn't ever, I didn't end up, uh, you know, sticking with it. I quit after eighth grade. I hated it <laughs> at the time, but retrospectively, like learning music was like, honestly, like it's something I kind of still wish I, it's a skill I still wish I had. I mean, like I hated like practicing and stuff. I didn't have the patience for it, but if I did it more recreationally rather than like doing it for a grade, I think I would have enjoyed it more. When I was a drummer. Yeah. Where you yeah from, from like six I say from like fifth grade to like end of high school yeah yeah, yeah drum lines marching bands band itself so yeah, yeah, yeah. percussions yeah I feel like okay. the the way music impacts us psychologically and just the way it makes us feel things and the way it like activates certain like receptors in our brain that make yeah and the way it brings back memories or imageries that you know we it's powerful yeah man very powerful makes us man. think of a time or a place or person people. yeah all types of things man like i don't mind that's i think and i and i love that about music mm -hmm. like completely man like 
it's been time. You ever wake up in the morning and like some odd ass song like pop in your head? Yeah, you ain't thought yeah. about in years. Every day, and then like you like, gotta try to find it. Exactly, yeah. What is this? Like, what is this? Yeah, uh-huh. you just gotta type in. But yeah, man, it's like a, a, a simple sound to know, man, can change your whole like feeling in your body, oh, yeah. emotion. Um, you know, just your day can change your day for real, man. I um, I'll I'll hear like songs that will be like in my dreams mm-hmm. um and i'll wake up and like i have to listen to that song now mm-hmm. um or it, and it can be a song that like you know i'm i've been like it's been stuck in my head lately or it could be a song from like i haven't heard in ages but it'll just sort of bring me back to you know when i first heard that song it'll make me want to revisit it mm-hmm. like i don't know i mean it's music is like uh it, it plays a big role in your subconscious that's for sure mm-hmm. so um so P's your album about damn time mm-hmm. uh came out uh christmas uh right uh christmas eve christmas, christmas eve. eve i was a day off no uh, <laughs> no um but christmas eve is my grandmother's birthday so the okay. whole project was dedicated to her so sure I on there. Yeah. awesome um that's wonderful. I guess, uh, yeah, I want to talk about, uh, I guess, yeah, like what the recording process for that looked like, and I guess where you felt like, you know, what statement it made for you as an artist, you know? Uh, yeah, um, well, it was recorded at half off, like the whole project. Um, like right away when I first started coming to half off, my first time here recording, I recorded um, the first single I actually released was Tilla and I recorded Tilla and a song called True Colors on the project and like I wanted to like put a lot behind Tilla because I'm like I've been waiting to get that song out of me mm-hmm. and everything so I released it as a single got the video shot for it by Trademark uh, Media um, shout out almost oh, definitely and I wanted to see like the response so me when it comes to like putting something out I'm big into marketing Mm-hmm. So I already knew what the project was going to be called and everything. So like every post that I made after like start promoting Tilla, it said about damn time. Mm-hmm. Well, hashtag about damn time after it. And with Tilla, like I put so much like marketing behind it myself as for like uh, just little samples of it. Mm-hmm. And I did it everywhere. Facebook, um, YouTube with a, a vlog shot by um, Most Honorable Studios. He put that together for mm-hmm. me. Um, Keenan, yeah, Keenan, yeah. my boy Keenan, like my brother. Yeah. I've been on Keenan since I was like probably, I want to say like 11, oh, 10, wow. somewhere Shit, around bro. there. But yeah, but um, but and like I saw the response that I got back from the song and the video and me performing it, and like I'm like, yeah, I definitely gotta keep this ball rolling mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So after that, I'm like, I, I like my thing, my what I wanted to do was release another single first. But like the timing and everything, and I'm like, when I realized I want to dedicate it to my grandmother and stuff, I'm like, I can drop a whole project on her birthday. Yeah. And it'd be dope. So Absolutely. that was my thing. But it was incredible, man. Like the entire recording process, man. I met more people as it was going on here at the studio, man. Like great friends, people I consider like family now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Well, what, um, so I guess you want to talk a little bit about Tilly and how it. Uh, I guess like stuck out from the rest where you wanted to make it a single? So, Till I was literally like the first song I wrote in probably like two years. Okay. Like, for, like remember I said, like I was very like inconsistent yeah. and stuff like that. So I had Till I 
already there. I just never recorded. Then I like revised it and went down some mm -hmm. things and went over some things. And I'm like, this okay. At the time, that was like the only song I had recorded. Yeah. And just for me, like saying it to people or people like listening to it, like bro, like you gotta release this. So I just like went with it, and the love that I got back was like, alright, it's time for an album. And with the album, I wanted to show everybody, like, what all I can do. Like, hey, I can, I can sing a little bit, but I know I can like work my vocals, harmonize. Um, but I try to be very versatile. Like people say, like, what uh, type of music do you make? I'm like, mm, I don't like to be boxed in. Such a loaded you question. Can, like, I don't. You I, can't ask a. It's not a. It's not good to ask an artist that question yeah. in any way. Like I've, I've. Uh, like straight away from asking questions like that, like even when I'm like interviewing artists, like for not music journalism, I never ask them that question mm -hmm. because when you yeah like when you get boxed in, it like gives sort of like an expectation, and you don't want to be, you don't want people to know what to expect. Exactly, and 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 that's why I love the project. Like with every song on the project, it almost gives you a different feel. Mm -hmm. I want people to know, like, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm versatile. I can go any which way, anything we need to talk about or whatever I'm feeling. Like, that album has some things you can turn up to, yeah. some things you can write to, some for the ladies, some mm -hmm. personal stuff, some things I was just dealing with. Like, But I wanted to make sure, like, it's someone that project literally for everyone. If you love music and you feel in some type of way, it's someone that project for you, and yeah. I know it is. From like I said, personal stuff with my grandmother passing back in 2016. Um, with family, um, my little sister is eight years old. I had her actually on the intro, and you wow. hear her like replaying the day of. Um, I talk about it in No Sunshine, which is the last song, but the intro is called Nandy's Birthday, and it's like 30 seconds. But it's my little sister waking me up, reminding me like, "Hey, it's Nandy's birthday. You got to drop your album today. Like, get up. Oh, wow. Like, waking me up." And on the last song. Um, called No Sunshine. It's the song dedicated to my cousin and my grandmother, but it's like telling you like all I was experiencing or what was going on in the time of their death with me and stuff like that. Sure. So yeah. That's awesome, dude. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, that's that's fantastic. I mean, um, well, uh, rest in peace. Um, I appreciate I'll, it. Yeah, man. of course. Um, so um, you performed at a High Fives Top Top five show at Turner Hall. Yeah, um, which was dope. And that that was amazing, man. Like that night was incredible. At that moment, that was the biggest stage I've like been on. Um, so for Ryan, you know, hit me up and Dev messaged me and it's like, bro, like we want you on this. And at the last moment, we put some like we the song Get It Bay off my album. Mm -hmm. We like, yo, we got Dev and P's on the show, dog. We gotta yeah. do yeah. that song, man. So that was nice, man, and I loved it. I loved it, man. Like, uh, I don't know, man. It was incredible. Like the mm -hmm. the feeling, the reaction. I was getting all the love that was being showed to me that night, man. It's a massively it, successful. It show. was incredible. Um, after I got off stage, man, like I just went outside to like breathe. I was thanking God, getting a little ill, and Ryan came outside and he was like, bro, like, you have no idea how fucking proud of you I am, how much I love you for what you just did, dude, like, thank you so much, man, and, you know, it was amazing, man, like, I love literally everyone and every part of it, like, it was incredible, yeah, man. for real. Dude, yeah, I'm, so, I'm still, like, I'm still, like, 
bewildered by how well that event went. I was... <laughs> I still go back and look at yeah. pictures to this yeah, day. Like, yeah. Yo, like, uh, Loom and everything. I, was it, I believe those Loom that like, had the lasers yeah. with the name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah my, sure. And I'm like, uh, my boy uh, Cizo, uh he's part of the team too, Camp Shuttle's work, but he caught a picture of me in center of the stage with the crowd like in front of me and everything with peas <laughs> uh, with uh, peas and a wow. laser and then the lights on my god I look cold as hell. That is cool. It just, it, just yeah. felt, it just felt amazing man like being this. It was incredible. Yeah. Oh man yeah that was amazing. And then you got another show coming up before you leave. Yeah um Milwaukee expanded one year. Shout out Mocha. Anniversary most definitely man. Like Mocha is, is like she is family. Yeah. You know, she basically like the manager of me too. Something yeah. like mostly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she helped me with a lot, man. Um, anything she needs from me, she know I got her. Yeah. ASAP and things like that. So she messaged me and was like, yo, like, we want you to be a part mm -hmm. of one year show. So I got some, that'll basically, that'll be my last show in Milwaukee too, in Wisconsin before I dip out for Cali. But I got some plan very big. Maybe. For that show, man, I think I everybody gonna love it. For We're real. excited, man. We're gonna be looking forward to it. That's yeah, gonna be, man. It'll be fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so, Troy, uh, you obviously deal with a very diverse myriad of clients. Um, you um, obviously very hardworking and everything. What are all your clients that you deal that you do day to day? You know, helping them create their sound, helping them, you know bring their their dreams to life uh, into music what is that what does that all teach about teach you about yourself um oh, that's a tough question <laughs> through I you know I throw you the the big ones man um I don't know man I think I just I just learn how to like be more open with people and just accepting with people and just like Anyone can come through and make something magic. You don't, you have no honestly. You don't even know until they get on the microphone what they're going to do, and then you don't even know if that's even like the fullest part of the future. So I think that making music with people just kind of sort of gives me like an open mindedness, open mindedness about life that I don't normally have, mm -hmm. that I didn't have before. Yeah. So it just keeps me like looking up and being positive. Yeah, just, of course. So I remember, so I interviewed you for, uh, well, interviewed you. I sent you questions and um, everyone sent them to me. But uh, we did a little producer uh, ha uh, spotlight uh, mm -hmm. for breaking and entering on High Fives Producers. Also shout out Zeus, shout out Zano, shout out uh, Ryan himself, um, and also shout out- All of them, my brothers. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. All those guys, family. yeah, our family. Um, but, um, but you said when I like talked to you about, or I asked you like, I guess what drives you every day to create. You said God first. Um, mm -hmm. Tell me about what that phrase God first means to you, and how it how it plays a role in your creativity. Um, I mean, that's like that's a life. It's a life thing right there. You have to keep God first no matter what. Most definitely because. What am I without the Almighty? Yeah. It's like everything that I've been through, everything that I could have gone through. It's like, I don't know, I just had to take a step back, honestly, and just be like, I'm honestly blessed. I'm a blessed individual. Mm -hmm. Like, we all are, man. Yeah, We're all blessed. And that's when I like just had to think, like, you know, I got to put God first. And 
everything I do, and especially with this music thing, because every note, every phrase, and everything that I do, I wouldn't be able to do it without him. So mm -hmm. he just helps me and inspires me. If I had yeah. to put it that way, he communicates. Yeah, absolutely. I. It's it's crazy how like you know God or higher power you know what what you put your faith in can really like give you that that immense direction it like awakens you you know like I because I remember like I don't know I I've been thinking about this a lot lately um, I've been thinking about how like you know there's a plan mm -hmm. like I always just think about how there's a plan um, whether it's foreseen by like in a in a uh, in a predetermined way by the creator or if it's just something that you know we are consciously just creating voluntarily like based on our own like free will or 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 just based on everything that's let everything that's been that's happened in the past has shaped who we are today and that's why we do what we do now I just, I think about that a lot, and I think about how it's, it almost gives me, like, an imposter syndrome sometimes, because, like, I think about how much work I'm doing now, and I'm like, I still don't feel like I'm doing that much. Like, people are always, like... I, I go through that. Yeah. Awful. Literally every day. I people write. always think about, or we, we talk about, like, or people ask me, like, Ben, like, you do, like, you're, you're so busy all the time, like, you need to like slow down or you need to like you know step back and just put some time aside to yourself and i'm like i don't feel like i'm doing that much <laughs> yeah i think that's what that's probably what separates you from a lot of different people yeah and peace from mm -hmm. a lot of different people is the fact that we have that drive that get up yeah. and go yeah man. get up and like we're always honestly yeah. like I, I haven't done anything yet even though i've achieved all of these things what have i done it, like and, and, and it's that mindset, man, that's going to keep you going till you feel what everyone is seeing your work, man, like and what you do and everything. But in your head, you're like, I ain't this shit. Yeah, no, yeah. right. I yeah. haven't made it there. Yeah. I haven't. I know when I make it there. Mm -hmm. but yeah. I know that I'm waking up right now, I'm still motivated. Mm -hmm. Even when I do make it there, it still has to be that same motivation. Yeah. It's drive, it can't stop. Because yeah. it's bigger than me. Most definitely. When you're building these empires, yeah. it's about more than you. And, and, and that's what it is, man. Like me, like you said, I put God first too. And everything I do, like even when it comes to like me even writing songs, like if I hear, it can, with me writing songs, it can be something just popping in my head. I'm like, yo, I gotta find something to go to this. Mm -hmm. Or like, let's say I do hear a beat, I'm like, all right, let me get to it. Before I even know to my phone, move that pen, pray to God, like let this pen f flow smoothly. Like, yeah. Let it just keep coming to me, let my mind keep working, and things like that, man. But I look at everything, it's like bigger than me. Like, of course, I love music and I'm doing it myself there, but this is for my family, mm -hmm. my people, everyone. The world. Who's, man. Literally every, the world. Everyone dude. who's been supporting me, man. And yes, and, and that's everyone I can reach out to, man, and then throw the love right back. Like I say, like I'm, I'm big on showing love. Like, if you show love, I'm showing it right back, and I'm and I'll be the first to tell people like, yo, like hit them up, like, hey, like, I love what you're doing, I see what you're doing, keep doing it. Random people, mm -hmm. Ran like random people. People that don't, so, yeah, people that don't even know like who the hell I am. Yeah, yeah. They don't know the personal side of you or your, you know, inner workings mm -hmm. and everything. But that's the beauty of life, man. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty of having that faith because like. 
it's it's crazy you never know the impact you're having on your surroundings and on those yeah. that are watching and those that just happen to come across you never, you. you never know what people are going through man so like I, i'm big on like if i see something and i know somebody working hard i ain't got it i'm gonna tell you though like yeah mm. keep going yeah don't, right. don't let shit stop you so yeah, yeah. man because like i i mean i with everything it inspires me a lot to even work harder when people tell me things like that like mm -hmm. like man you're working hard or like you're you know people when people ask me how my podcast is going people will ask me and man like you know you're how do you like fit so much time for shit and i just do you know like mm -hmm. it just means a lot to me and i'm you know i don't see it as like a hassle or anything to fit an, an extra episode in that day or to mm -hmm. you know stick around longer so I can talk to like, you know, this artist like for this show or like I don't think about it as like a chore. I think about it as like it's just, you know, it's I it's my truth, mm -hmm. you know? So like I I don't know. I mean, I like like you guys said like I don't feel like I haven't done shit. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm barely even started at all and um I you know where I'm. I feel like I've accomplished. I'm in the best place I've ever been in my life right now. Mm -hmm. But it, I know I could. I already know I could be doing so much better. Mm -hmm. So that's why you know. That's why like you know I'm. This is the first day I'm fitting three episodes in one day. So like <laughs> I know like it's you know it, the more content I put out and the more truth you bring out for yourself to yeah. the world, then the more that truth is going to come back to you. So, all right, boys, we got the catalyst, Trog, Troy. Oh no, it's a it's a video, and we got peas in the back, man. We had a great talk today. Um, Troy, what keeps you up at night? Um, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be knocked out, bro. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. Hey, Better you. Music. Well earned, man. Well earned. Peas, what keeps you up at night? Music, man. The pen. The pen. The, pen. <laughs> the fucking pen. Stay moving. Yeah. I can be chilling and see it over there. Like, yeah, let me get my ass up. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. What puts you to sleep then? It'll be easy to answer. Oh, um, <laughs> you really want to know? I smoke some good weed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> common answer. More common than you'd think. But yeah. a lot of people think so. Peas, what keeps you up at night? Or, excuse me. What puts you to sleep, Peas? Just whenever the hell I pass out. I'm yeah. the man. I Nothing certain, it's just like, whenever the hell my eyes like, yeah, shut this shit down. Yeah. Alright, cool, bet. Alright, yeah. great. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Good shit, dude. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being on the show. Appreciate it. Um, remember to, uh, so, um, check out Pease's album, About Damn Time. Uh, Find me anywhere at Pease, S-W-P-E-E-Z-S-W. Yes, and then, uh, check out, um, MK Expanded show is going to be a, Most at definitely. I got some big plan for it. Come through July, July 20th. 20th Cactus club. Ooh, what a best venue to do it. PM. Yeah. Best venue to do it at too. Mm -hmm. And also, um, book a session, book a session, high five studio, <laughs> the catalyst. Thank you for watching Mr. Nice guy. We'll see you next time.